MVPs of the season, linebacker Fred Warner. Fred, welcome to the 49ers Unscripted Podcast. Happy New Year. How you doing? Thank you. Uh, happy almost New Year. I'm doing great. Happy to be here. <laughs> oh, shoot. Was I not supposed to, is this supposed to be aired later? Is, is... No, it's it's going out right now, so you're good. Oh, great. Great. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Sorry, I ruined that. But... but for the ones that are listening after January 1st, you know. Yep. Fine, totally fine. Great. <laughs> so actually speaking of New Year, you talked about it, about it a little bit in your media availability, your New Year's resolution. You were kind of put on the spot in that situation. You said it was to read more books. Uh, is there anything else you're looking forward to or is that the thing, reading more books? That's number one on my list. I don't have a, a list yet, but uh, that's number one, trying to read more, stick to it, uh, be more disciplined with it. But yeah, that's number one. What kind of books interest Fred Warner? Uh, anything self-help, anything where I'm, you know, trying to improve myself either in my game or just in my life, uh, relationships, anything I can do, to, you know, any type of self-help is for sure my, my thing. I'm certain there's probably a lot of faithful that are out there listening. So they'll probably have some suggestions for you. So just be expecting those to hit your inbox after this. Okay, please. <laughs> So 2020 may have been a wash for a lot of people, but this was actually a year to remember for yourself. Before I give my assessment, how would you assess your third year in the NFL? Uh, you know, it hasn't gone, obviously, as a team, how we wanted it to. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of how the teams responded, and, you know, especially towards this, the end of the season. This past week was a huge win for us, just, uh, you know, taking us into this last game of the season against a, a great division opponent. But... Um, for me, just trying to improve my game every single year, uh, always trying to improve. You're, you're never staying the same. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. And so uh, kind of trying to take that next step. And 2020 has been uh, very eye-opening and a great learning experience for all of us, I think. And I'll, I'll for sure remember it. Uh, it's been memorable in a lot of ways. So not just only in football, but off the field as well. So. You'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about on the field. You're voted as a team captain. You earned your second career NFC Defensive Player of the Week in your performance last week against the Cardinals. You earned recognition from fans, coaches, your peers around the league to your first NFL Pro Bowl. Was this a goal of yours? And, and also, what was your reaction and your feelings to getting voted in? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, you have your own individual goals at the beginning of the season you want to try and achieve. And, uh, you know, being an alternate last year was great. Uh, was very excited to make it to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, we didn't, uh, it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. But going into this year, obviously wanting to become uh, a, a pro bowler. And that's what, you know, I achieved that this year, which is great. It's always a team award. Can't thank my teammates, coaches, everybody enough uh, just for that award. But, um, you know, like I said, I wish we could have uh, still had a, a better season as a whole. But, you know, that's why you got to just learn from it and, and keep getting better. Keep getting better, looking ahead already to 2021. But before we jump to the next calendar year, it wasn't just that. You also earned recognition, catching the attention of a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. I never got to catch up with you after that game, but Rodgers said that the film doesn't lie. Ain't nobody better. You're the best and everybody knows it. Hearing that from a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I'm, I'm not sure if that immediately sank in for you, but hearing that from that type of caliber of a guy, what did that mean? Uh, it means so much when it's when it's from your peers, right? Uh, anybody around the league, and especially ones that uh, he's a, a future Hall of Famer, like everybody knows, uh, having the year he's having. But 
Aaron, much respect to, to his game. We both have a lot of respect for one another. He's, he's told me previously, you know, even last season, how much he respects my game. And so just to hear that from him calling, trying to call me one of the best in the game, I mean, it was, it was amazing. And uh, I still got so much room for improvement. That's why I'm, when I do hear things like that, it's, it's humbling. And knowing that I can only get better, it's, you know, scary for, for what's to come. Definitely scary for what's to come. And I'm going to put a pin in that because I want to talk about that in a second. But just looking at all of this well-deserved credit that you've received these last few seasons, how do you keep motivation? What drives you? Um, well, I mean, a lot of things drive me. My, my wife, who I play the, play the game, uh, you know, my loved ones, people in my life that I'm, that I'm doing this for, that's what gets me out of bed every day and, and gets me to go do you know, ultimately the thing that I love doing the most, which is, I mean, not, I mean, love doing, uh, you know, which is football. Right. And it's, it's just the love of the game and knowing that you never have it. The three most dangerous words in, in life is I got it right. You know, the moment you think you have it, that's when you lose it. And so just remaining humble and knowing that there's always room for improvement in everything that I do, that's what allows me to go out and, and play um, at, at the highest level. And I'm just, you know, ultimately just trying to put, something on tape I can be proud of. You said it right there, humble. Watching you, and this is just me personally, watching you these last three years, you seem like such a humble yet confident guy who just loves the game of football. Looking at your accolades, looking at your accomplishments, how do you keep such a level head? Um, I mean, well, I always put God first in everything I do. You know, I can't, I can't do or accomplish anything that I have without him and the ability he's given me to, to be able to work on, on my craft and, and play the game of football. Um, and also my family and what they've, uh, you know, been able to give me in my life. I wouldn't be where I am without them. And, uh, you know, just the rest of my loved ones, it, it's truly, it, it puts perspective on, on everything, no matter what, no matter how big a game I have or what accolades I get. Um, you know, always looking to them and looking to uh, my Heavenly Father, knowing that it's, it's all coming from a greater power, so. Love, love, love that response. You said something that stuck out to me earlier this week. You were talking to the media, and you said, when you take the field, you have a mindset of trying to embarrass somebody. You said it may come off aggressive, but I think that's what coaches would want out of a player. Detail this mindset and, and how you adopted it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's something that's for sure developed slowly, but surely uh, as I've entered the league, you know, coming from college to the NFL, uh, knowing that this is a, is a grown man's game. It, it really is. The, the level of talent is unbelievable. Everybody, the gap is, is very small. It, the difference between the best player in the league and the, and the last player in the league, is, is, it's a lot smaller than people think. So what separates you is your mind and the way you, you work at your craft. And people like D'Amico Ryan, um, like Robert Sala, like players like Malcolm Smith and Quan Alexander, guys who have helped mold me into the player I am. I can't, I can't say enough about how what they've taught me has turned me into, you know, the person I am and that mindset. And also just studying other players' games. I, I've said before how I study um, basketball players and, you know, just that Mamba mentality, just like Kobe always, always played with and talked about. And, and same with Jordan, just that, that ruthless mentality that anytime you're in between the white lines it's it's not per it, I mean it is personal but it, it, it you know it's just that's between the white whatever happens between the white is it is what it is so uh, that's kind of just the mindset that I have when I go out there a big thank you to our partner Microsoft Surface Microsoft Surface plays a huge role in preparation and game day for the San Francisco 49ers 
and as a proud partner in the preferred laptop of the San Francisco 49ers, Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools needed to succeed both on and off the field. You brought up uh, Coach D'Amico Ryans. How has it been learning under a guy like him? And, and also, what makes him prime to potentially someday in the future, not sure when that would be, but potentially taking on the role of leading a defense? Uh, he's just such a such a smart such a smart guy. Uh, you know, one of the smartest minds I've been around. You know, include I, I put him and and Sala up there. You know, they're they're right there. And um, just in the fact that D'Amico playing at such a high level in the NFL, you already have so much respect for a guy like that. But to be able to teach the way he does, you know, I always talk about just the the, the coach. I, I always respect coaches who have the ability to teach, just because it's so easy to just yell at somebody and tell them you did this wrong, you did it, you need to do this, da, da, da. but somebody who can actually sit down with you and, and actually go through, okay, why did you do this wrong? Or what, what techniques do you need to use? And, and, you know, really break it down for you. Uh, you got some, your players respond to you so much more. And uh, he's taken that mindset they had in the league as a linebacker and brought it over to being a coach. And so uh, when you see the way I play or Dre or Aziz, anybody who goes out there on Sundays, it's a direct reflection of, how he coaches and uh, the type of player that he was. I'm going to go back to Fred Warner, the player. How can you get better in 2021? What areas of your game do you think you can improve on? Well, obviously the the cliche answer is everything, right? You know, you go, (laughs) you always work at everything. As a linebacker, you always want to make sure you're working at tackling. You know, uh, the goal is to make, is to miss zero tackles, make every, make every single opportunity. You need to make the most out of it. Uh, what else? I guess just your footwork and um, coverage is always something that I try to um, work on because that's, that's something that I believe, you know, to be the best in the league at what I do, that's, that's one of them is, is covering. And um, there's different op- opportunities or different things this season that I've, you know, could have been better at, such as like red zone, having cleaner eyes, you know, uh, just, just little things that fans might not see, but you know, when you're when I break down the film and I'm watching myself, just things that I know that I can improve on, and it's always uh, trying to be your your biggest critic, I sh- you could say. <laughs> I remember talking to you your rookie season and reading your, in my own words, your rookie blog, and you said that one of your favorite artists was Drake. I have a question that actually came in from someone. What is your favorite Drake song? Is Drake still on your pregame music list? And if not, what is your pregame music list? Oh man, my my favorite Drake song. Um, that's a hard question. There's a lot of good ones. I know he just came. He just came out. He just came out with a new one with I think Little Dirk. I, I forget. I'm, I'm spacing right now what it's called. I'm sure everybody knows it. It's pretty popular, but. Um, Everybody's probably thinking if you don't listen to Drake's like who's Lil Dirk, but anyway. Um, but yeah, it, that song for sure gets me going. Um, and then you said what's on my playlist? A lot of Meek Mills on the playlist because it just like the 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 bass and the and the the, the stuff that he uses in his music just kind of gets me going before a game. So, but I don't I don't I don't usually listen to that stuff until like right before the game, before like at the bus ride and leading up to it. It's all just calm, relaxed get in the zone, and then ramp it up at the, at the beginning of the game. 
Very interesting. Okay. Getting to know your, your game day preparations. Okay. We're starting to wind this down, but just a couple more questions for you. Uh, we got to talk about the Warner household and younger brother, Troy Warner. How, is this, how has this been for him, this, this transition of going from college and now looking ahead to the draft? Has he relied on you fairly often? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I try to give him as much, uh, you know, as much information I can about the process and how it's going to go. Uh, you know, he ended up signing with the same agency that I'm, I'm with, you know, and so he's, he's training exactly where I trained when I was coming out for the draft. And it's so, it's so fun to watch him go through the process. Now it's something that you never forget, right? Cause you, you only go through it once. And it's so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's such a stressful time, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's fun because you're, it's your first time away from college. Uh, you're, you're learning how to be a professional now. You're on your own and get to do what, what you want, but you obviously got to manage your time as a professional, and it's just fun. And so just really happy to see him going through it. I'm so excited about his future and wherever he lands up. Nice, and he gets to have big brother Fred as a resource, so that must make this process so much easier. Not a lot of guys have that luxury of having a brother uh, that's having the year that you're having, the career that you're having, so that's definitely fun. All right, so – Let's talk about this, this 49ers season. It wasn't obviously the outcome that you guys wanted, but preparing to close out the season on Sunday, Kyle Shanahan said that football never ends. It stops for a little bit, enough for you guys to reset and then come right back. But what will Fred Warner's offseason look like? Um, well, you know, I'll probably try and get away for a little bit, you know, relax. I, I have a, a trip lined up, hopefully. We'll see what the, what the COVID situation is looking like. Uh, you know, got to make sure you're staying safe and doing those type of precautions. But um, I always train in Orange County to get things started off, you know, usually around that February, mid-February, March time, um, you know, and, and I really just going to put my nose down and, and grind. Um, this is, this will be by far my best offseason, I feel like, just because this past offseason, it was a little wonky, just given the, the situation where things were so abrupt with, with COVID and uh, you know, places started shutting down. I had to kind of search for a new spot to train for a little bit. And it was just a little all over the place, but um, kind of just dialing things up and this being my third off season now, it's, it's, I think I could really dial in and, and make it my best. All right. So usually, Fred, we finish up the podcast talking about my favorite topic, which happens to be food, but we're going to do things a little different. It's the final one of the regular season. So we're going to wrap this up differently. What are three things that Fred Warner is looking forward to most heading into 2021? Oh, wow. Three things I'm looking forward to most. Um, well, I did mention this in my, in my, my presser this week that I'm looking forward to seeing Nick Bosa back on the field, you know, shout out to Nick. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm very excited for the season he's going to have. It's going to be a great comeback. Uh, I'm looking forward to having uh, a great year making it back to the Super Bowl, you know, guys speaking into existence now um, and just trying to, I don't know, just be my best self. I, don't know, I guess, <laughs> you know, trying to have a outdo the year I had this year. Uh, that's, I mean, those are all football things, but that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. But you know what, I'm not mad at it at all. I think uh, 49ers faithful also excited to see the same exact thing. Fred Warner, we appreciate you stopping by the podcast. Uh, looking forward to you coming back uh, even better than ever. I don't even know how that's even possible having the year that you just had. But thank you so much for stopping by and uh, good luck on Sunday.
Yep. Thanks, John. Appreciate it.